Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. All right, all right, we are live. What is going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Permafit. Happy Thursday. Uh, We have a pretty awesome show for you, actually. Uh, Some really good stuff that we want to talk about. Some things that, honestly, a lot of people are uncomfortable talking about. And we're going to bust that wide open because if there's one thing you need to know about me, I love uncomfortable conversations. I love confrontation. (laughs) Uh, So, and I think Shanna does, too. I do. the nature of of your (laughs) your line of work and what you do and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyways, guys, we're we'll talking about body positivity. Okay. Uh, but before we do, if you haven't yet, go check out a couple things. One, our podcast, Permafit Live podcast. It's on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all the major platforms. Go check it out. Subscribe. New episodes every week. And then also check us out on Instagram. There's a lot of content there that doesn't make its way into the group. So go check that out. The tag for that in Instagram is just Permafit for life. You can find that or just search my name, you'll find it. And uh, with that being said, guys, let's dive right in. Okay, so body positivity. So this is a term that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people, right? Body positivity, just it, it, it ruffles some feathers. It uh, doesn't so much for other people. But I certainly have my thoughts on this and what this really means. Shanna, I know you do as well. Yep. And being that we were both down a path of basically hitting like a rock bottom, right? Obesity and just not really being in a good place health wise and forget, like, even if you ignore the body positivity stuff, just pure health wise, not in good shape, right? Not great conversations with the doctors. Like, Hey, your numbers aren't great. Hey, where you're headed. Not so great. Right. And those are real things, regardless if you want to like, kind of get into the body positivity i'm beautiful the way i am kind of stuff that's fine but there's real health stuff going on we were both down that path um and i don't want to speak for you but for me there was definitely a time when i tried to convince myself that like hey man you know what you're good just the way you are and i would say these things we're going to unpack all this in a minute i would say all these things over and over again and i never really believed it right and i see that happening all the time with with people who are in a in a body that they don't love maybe they're carrying around extra weight 20 30 40 50 100 pounds whatever it is and they don't love the body that they're in they don't love what they see in the mirror but they tell themselves stories that are like forced like you are perfect the way you are you are great the way you are and yet at the same time they don't believe it even though they say it over and over and over again. All right. So let's talk about that. So body positivity. What, Shannon, what does that term even mean to you? Just that term in general. Well, when you brought it up to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense that, that you know, because I don't know what I thought it was at first. Um, I think it is a way of 
bringing to light, I guess, or trying to make it bring to light, like the positive nature of people accepting their bodies as, as is. Um, and I guess maybe, maybe trying to accept themselves that way or understand that their beauty is deeper. I mean, there's just, it's so big. Um, so it's kind of hard for me to define it, but a lot of it for me seems to be when I hear it from other people is, um, I love myself for who I am. My weight does not define me. Sorry, there is a pesky fly in my office right now. Um, you know, um, there's a lot of pictures now on Facebook that say things like, wear the, wear the damn shorts, ladies. Hey, sister, wear the, wear the crop top. Hey, whatever, you know, um, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of, um, well, models should be plus size too because there's plus size people in this world. And, you know, there's so much that goes on with that that there's nothing wrong with any of it, actually. It's more of what happens when people make different definitions of it, I guess, if you will, um, that I think kind of make the definition seem like there's there's multiple. And that, I think, is what is really confusing to people is when they jump on a bandwagon of maybe an opinion, um, they tend to then undermine the piece of ourselves that really needs to be um, accountable and healthy and um, I guess caring about ourselves a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, that last part, like, well, so here's the thing, right? So body positivity, just that term in general. Okay. Body, I'm positive. I'm only going to speak positively about my body. I'm only going to speak positively about the situation. That's all great. Like in theory, that sounds amazing. Like, yeah, if you're, if you're obese, if you're, if you're overweight, even just, you know, I'll just say like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying one's like easier to live in or not, but if you're only carrying around an extra 30 pounds and I know, by the way, I know how hard that can be mentally to carry, just carry around 30 extra pounds. But if you're living in that and you're trying to tell yourself that I'm, I'm fine just the way I am. I'm beautiful just the way I am. I'm, I'm amazing. My body is amazing just the way I am. And you're kind of living in that and you're repeating it and you're, and you're rehearsing it and you're looking at all those memes on Facebook that are saying things like that. Like, you know, you know, whatever. Like, I think, what was that, that, uh, that comment that we got on our thing the other day, it was like, beautiful people aren't the opposite of aren't, I can't remember something about skinny. It was basically saying like, if you're not skinny, you're not perfect or something like that. And it was, that, that's, that's not what I'm talking about, right? When we say right. this, when we talk about getting into a body you love, it doesn't mean getting to a certain like right. being level, like level of skinny or level of fit or anything like that, or being right. a certain weight. That's, that's not it. Okay. But I can tell you from experience and I can tell you not just for me, but working with so many people that when you're overweight and you're not in a body you love, it doesn't matter how much you try to tell yourself or how much you're husband tries to tell you or your best friend or your wife if there's a guy watching this or whatever or you know um or whatever right you're still, yeah. uh if someone's telling you like you're beautiful the way you are you're perfect the way you are you don't need to da, 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 da. it's really easy to hear that and then accept it at first but knowing that deep down you don't really believe it and you don't really accept it 
right? And it, it's all fine when you're at the party and you're, you know, whatever, saying, uh, making, making jokes or whatever, and you're like gabbing with your friends and, and whatnot. But at night, you know, 11 o'clock at night when the lights go off and you're thinking about it and right, and your head starts to quiet down a little bit and you start to really think about it, you know, that's when these thoughts typically pop in. It's like, I'm actually not happy in my body. Or when you wake up at, you know, six in the morning, you go in the bathroom, you're brushing your teeth, you do your thing, you see yourself in the mirror and you're like, okay, you know, and you're not happy with what you see. It, it's, there's a difference between um, actually being in a body that you love that makes you feel good and makes you feel empowered and makes you feel strong and joyful and actually feel positive about it and being in a body that you don't love and pretending that you feel positive about right. it. And I think the latter is, is actually kind of a form of, of like, I don't even know the right word. It kind of like helps you. It almost pushes you to self-destruct in a way. Yeah. And we do this all the time and it's super unfortunate, right? Because mm -hmm. here's, here's, here's how this typically goes down, guys. If you're, if you're walking around and you're living your, day, your daily life in a, in a body that you don't love being in and you're overweight and you don't love it and things are harder physically to do than they used to be, jeans don't fit the way they used to, little things like that. And it's like death by a thousand cuts. There's a million little things that just aren't as comfortable as they used to be or fun or whatever as they used to be. And you're living that on a day-to-day-to-day -day -day basis. And you're telling yourself that, you know what? It's okay. Like, I'm beautiful the way I am. I'm perfect the way I am. My husband loves me the way I am. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And you're going through that and you're constantly cycling that in your head on repeat what you end up doing is getting complete polar opposite mixed signals. So all that positivity comes in on one side, right? But it never goes and sat and gets saturated and, and, and sits there and like blooms into anything because you've got all this, this negative belief energy on the other side that doesn't believe it, right? Cause you don't feel it. Mm -hmm. And therefore what ends up happening is you, you get infatuated with this positive energy but this negative energy is like fighting against it. You end up going on a diet or something to try to like move the thing along. You don't want to tell anybody about it because you're this person that's so positive about the body you're in. And you're like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't care what I weigh. I don't care how much this and that. And so you don't want to tell anyone about whatever diet you're on and you don't really get results from it anyway. And you, maybe you're going down this diet for a couple of days. Someone finds out they offer you something. You say, no, 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 no. And they say, oh, are you watching what you eat? And you say, yeah. And then you kind of go through that whole thing and it's a big deal. And then you get a little bit further along in that. And the diet is like horrendous and impossible to stick to. So you quit that anyway. And then you just kind of become this person that has tried and failed and tried. And then you repeat this cycle over and over and over again. Right. And this is what happens. Like you get you get all this love and support. And and this is the problem with with you like I guess this is all the people in our lives that love us, this is the problem with that. Right. We get all this positive energy from them and this positive uh love and support from them. And that's great. Yes. Except we don't believe it deep down. Right. And then we have all these other things like, look, you're telling me all this stuff because you love me. That's awesome. But I'm not where I want to be. And we don't, we don't have the courage to like actually stand up and 
and say that, like, stop telling me this because I don't believe it. What I actually want is this. And um, so anyways, see this all the time. And yeah. it really does take like, um, it takes that, that moment of clarity of, of being able to accept I'm not where I'm at. And, um, and then taking that step forward to actually take some action upon that. So uh, anyways, Shannon, when I, when I describe it that way, yeah. you know, have you ever seen that in, in people before There's just the way, like, you know, you get all this love and support. Everyone's telling you, you know, you, Oh yeah. Blah, 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 right. But deep down that person doesn't believe it. How do you see that typically manifest uh, just from your perspective? How many the types of actions that those people take when they see that stuff happening? Well, you know, I, I think of just my own situation because it's probably the easiest to explain. Um, I have some very, very, very great friends, right? And they're always like, Shanna, we don't look at, we don't see your weight when we're looking at you. We don't see blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, maybe you don't, but there is clearly no way you can look past it. Like, it's not even a judgment. It's just noticeable. You know what I mean? And I don't look at somebody who's overweight and, oh, geez, that person's, you know, it, it's it's not like we're scouring, but you can tell if a person is overweight or not, okay? It just, it's there, yeah. it's visible. Nothing anybody can hide from. And so for me, it just was like, I know you're saying this because you love me, right? Because that's what we do. We say, we, well, I, I certainly don't care if you're overweight or not. Okay, right. Because I don't care if my friends are overweight to an extent, right? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want them to be unhealthy, but... I'm not going to choose them not to be my friends because they're overweight, I guess is what I'm trying right. to say. Certainly. Yeah. But you know, okay. So you don't, but you're also lying right to my face, right? Like you're saying, <laughs> we don't see that when we look at you. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You do see that. And, and, and that feedback just becomes, um, I think people's uncomfortable attempt to nurture you um, so that you're not so hard on yourself because it's hard for people to watch you um, continue to hurt yourself that way and not be able to find the words and to not hurt you more or perceive that they're hurting you more. You know, so people try to err on the side of caution and just use the positive feedback versus telling you maybe what you actually want to hear and need to hear because they don't want to hurt you. You know, for me, it was, you know, my two best girlfriends in the whole world, you know, and I'm like, whatever, guys, you know, I love you, but... I call bullshit, <laughs> you know, like in, 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 you know, I don't know if that answered your question. I'm not really sure, but yeah, it makes sense to me. I mean, I, we, so, you know, Shanna's on our team and, and, um, we see, we see the clients and what they, what they are, where they're at when they start and where they're at when they're going through it. And it's amazing. And some, some are living in that and some not so much. And that's, everyone's in a different scenario for sure. But then we also see a lot of women who are in this group and in our ecosystem who aren't clients and what they go through and the things they tell themselves. And a lot of times when I when I will have a conversation with someone, let's just say someone books a game plan, right? We get dozens of them booked every single week and I'm a game plan call and I'm on the phone and I'm talking to them and we're kind of going through like where they're at and whatnot. A lot of times I will hear this. Okay. And I'll, I'll give you some real examples. I won't use names. Uh, I've got 55 to 75 pounds to lose. Okay. I've been holding on to it for 11 years. 
55 to 75, somewhere in that range. I don't know what the number is, Gordon, but I know I would love to lose somewhere in that range. That's where I feel my best. Okay, amazing. That's awesome. When was the last time that you were in a body that was about 55 to 75 pounds lighter than you are right now? Well, it's been 11 years. Okay, got it. So it's been over a decade. So chances are there's a part of you that doesn't even really remember what that feels like. You have accustomed yourself or become accustomed to this new normal. So you don't even remember that anymore. Okay. So let me ask you this, right? We start to look forward. We start to think about, okay, well, it's been so long. You're so far removed from it, but what would your life be like if you were to wake up six months from now and be let's, six months from now is what? Is that February? I think let's just say it's February. You wake up February, Valentine's day timeframe. And you're 54 pounds lighter. Okay, just make up a number there. Mm -hmm. What would your life be like? What would that existence be like, right? We kind of walk through it a little bit and look at it and be like, okay. So you see all that, right? And usually what happens with this, Shannon, so like this example I'm talking about were were things like, well, I could finally walk into a regular store and buy clothes, Mm -hmm. right? I could finally wear jeans again. I can't wear jeans. I hate wearing jeans. I feel like a whale. That's usually like, that's one of the ways it gets explained to me. And uh, I'll be able to actually run around with my kids again, keep up with them. I'll be able to go hiking. I'll be able to go bike riding with them. Right. We've had people, so February, it's cold, right? We've had people tell me that they can't ski anymore. They used to love skiing. They can't ski anymore Mm -hmm. because they just, they just, the body's not built for it anymore. And, the list goes on and on of things that they will be able to do that they can't currently do. Right. And then usually we kind of put all that stuff together we say, okay, great. So what, what happens if you don't take any action, right? What if you don't do anything? And then typically that's like a, well, you know, best case scenario, I stay the same worst case scenario. I keep going down this path. And I keep putting on more weight. I keep becoming more unhealthy year after year, a little mm-hmm. bit at a time every yep. single year. Okay. So what part of that is positive? Right. So Shanna, you said something a minute ago, like, don't lie to me, right? Your friends, when they're looking at mm-hmm. you, they don't mm-hmm. see your weight. Well, don't lie to me. Right. So mm-hmm. what I like to basically tell women is like, when I'm talking to them is like, look, I understand. Listen, I, is it okay for you if, for a moment if I, if I come at you as a coach and not a friend, tell you something that you need to hear and not what you want to hear. And I won't say every time, but most of the time they say yes. Mm-hmm. And I will ask them like, okay, so what part of that is positive? Mm-hmm. Like, what is positive about that? You're in this state. You just told me you've got 50, 60, 70 pounds to lose. It's been a problem for 11 years. Okay, you can't keep up with your kids. You can't wear jeans. You can't go into a regular clothes store and buy clothes. Mm-hmm. You're super uncomfortable physically, emotionally, mentally. You can't look at yourself in the mirror. You can't take pictures of yourself with your kids and your family on vacation. What part of that, just because your husband tells you that you're beautiful and you hear it from your friends and family, what part of all of that is, is actually positive? Mm-hmm. And that's a really hard question to hear. It is. <laughs> Because so, Shanna, when you were at your rock bottom point, let me mm-hmm. just ask you, yeah. what, what? Because you had a, a big amount of weight to lose. Like, what, uh-huh. what was positive about living in that body? There was nothing. 
there was nothing. I, I, I didn't have the body positivity either. So, I mean, I didn't have anything to cling on to. I knew, I think I tried to make, you know what I mean? I tried to, like you said, like try to convince myself that, you know, well, you know, I've had kids. This is just what happens. You know, I, you know, I've tried, tried to, but I knew better because I have seen several people out there that have had several children <laughs> that have fit bodies and do different things, you know? So it's like, um, I knew that I was lying to myself too. So when I was at that rack bottom, I mean, I, I had nothing to cling on to, um, even though I kind of wanted to, like, um, I remember our first conversation and it was hard, um, because it was very raw and, um, but it was so good and eye opening. And, um, I think I wanted it just so bad that, um, I had to just hear what I had to hear and it was fine. You know what I mean? Um, but it was definitely, definitely very hard. And, and I think part of it is we want to hang on to those beliefs because we really badly just want to feel accepted. Like just want to be accepted for who we are and not have to try so hard. But again, for me, it kept me stuck and it kept me making excuses for why I wasn't going to perform, why I wasn't going to change my lifestyle and why I could eat whatever the hell I wanted, whenever I wanted and do whatever I wanted because I'm in charge of me and nobody was going to tell me. Right. Um, and so it didn't do me any justice. That's for sure. So when you and I had that call, I, you know, I, I, I heard all the things I needed to hear. Whether I wanted to or not, it didn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it's it's usually what it takes is to have a conversation and and hear the things and just understand, guys. If you're in this stage where you're not in a body you love, like we always say, like that's kind of the criteria. If you're in, if you check that box, I'm not in a body that I love right now, and you kind of keep going down this path of like inching forward and then taking two steps backwards and then maybe one step forward and then four steps backwards. You never really make any progress, right? You're just slipping a little bit slowly, a little bit year after year after year. If that's you and you're living in that, you really got to like, just take a second and take inventory of your own thoughts around this stuff and your own beliefs around this stuff. Because what we do is we build walls right? We're, we're experts at building walls around mm -hmm. how we actually feel about this stuff. This is why I really don't like the body, the body positivity movement as a movement. I don't really like it. I don't really support it as someone who's been obese. I'm telling you, there's nothing okay about being obese. There's not. Okay. Mm -hmm. Especially, I mean, even right now, right? It's a comorbidity to COVID-19. Okay. So you're, you're, whatever. This isn't just something yeah. to, to consider. Okay. There's nothing positive about being obese. There's no benefit to being obese. There's not right. You might think there is right. Because you get to eat whatever you want, whatever you want and pretend you don't care and all that. And that's great. Okay, fine. But there's nothing actually positive and it doesn't really set, uh, you don't really set yourself up as a good role model for anybody. So for those of you who, who have kids, and there's a lot of women in this group that have kids, if you're taking that position and you find yourself kind of falling on uh, or dying on that hill of like, I love my body the way I am. I don't want to change. I don't need to change. And look, that's, if that's true. Great. You're probably not even in this group, 
Okay. But that there's, there's no real benefit to it, to being there. And it's not, it's not really, there's, it's not going to serve you. Let's put it that way. It's not going to serve you. It's just not. And, um, I've been down that road. I've been, I've been to that level of like being the fat guy at the party and being, you know, and it's, and not being able to go into a regular store and find clothes. Okay. From the male's perspective, we experience that stuff too. Mm-hmm. And that is not fun. There's nothing fun about it. Okay. My best friend in college was very fit and we were like opposites and we would go and, you know, there was, we were downtown Boston. So sometimes we'd go and like, you know, hang out up at the Prudential and you guys don't know Boston, but there's this place called the Prudential <laughs> center. And there's like, it's, um, it's cool. There's a lot of shops and whatever. So we'd go hang out there and like, whatever. Sometimes we'd be like, Oh, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to grab a pair of pants while I'm here, whatever that really happened. And you know what? It didn't really, it wasn't something I could do just like on a whim like that. No, mm-hmm. it was a big planned thing. I had to, you know, be prepared to go to four or five, six different places. And, uh, and it sucks. And it, and it, you know, it's not something we want to talk about. It's not something we want to admit. Right. So, um, this whole thing about like, no matter where you're at, what shape you are, how much weight you are, all that. I'm not trying to like make anyone feel bad. Okay. But there's just no real benefit to that. And I really do. I really do believe that there's no benefit to being in that state. Okay. So if you're in that state and you're, you're trying to make a change, well, that's amazing. Okay. that's amazing. And I've found that the reason that most people want to change is unique to them. All right, it's unique to them and what they want. And maybe for you, it is not about the vanity piece. And that's awesome. That's great. Okay. Maybe it's just about the health. I hear that all the time. I just want to get healthier. I want to be able to live longer. That's amazing. All right. Give yourself the best opportunity, the best chance to live the longest, fullest life possible. That's amazing. Um, for some people, they do have that vanity component. And that's cool too, right? Everyone is okay. Yep. They're allowed to to have whatever beliefs and, and goals that they want and the rationale behind those things. That's totally fine. Um, but here's where it gets a little, um, here's where it gets a little, a little confusing and it gets a little problematic is when people are in a state that they don't love being in and they start comparing themselves to someone else. Right? So this is where it can be a little dangerous and we just want to unpack this a little bit. So if you're in a body you don't love right now, and you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see and you can't put on the clothes that you want to wear, right? All the things I just mentioned a few minutes ago, if you're doing that and you're, you're doing what I did when I was younger and looking at your best friend or someone in your life who's very fit and starting to compare yourself to them and starting to like almost gauge yourself compared to them on a scale, a grading scale, then that's, that is an issue. And that's something that you really, if you're doing that, even if it's subconscious and like kind of subtle and you're not really thinking about it, but you know, you're doing it anyway, then that's something that you need to basically take note of and understand that like, okay, all right, I'm doing this and I'm comparing myself to someone else. Then that means that I've got some internal stuff going on and I need to make a change one way or another. Mm -hmm. All right. So this I see quite often. All right, quite often. Um, and it's really hard. And and by the way, if you truly did love the way that you looked and felt and you truly loved everything about your body, then you wouldn't do any of that. 
right? You wouldn't be comparing yourself and like grading yourself and scale, you know, on a scale just to anyone else. Cause you would just be living with this like sense of, of, I don't know, bliss, freedom. Like you're, you're like totally content for most people, even if they want to believe they are content, they're really not. And they do that comparison thing. Right. I mean, how many times have you seen that? Shanna? It's like mm, all the time. Right. Yeah. It's all the time. Yeah. It's, it's tough. And um, so it comes back to this. So are you truly content? I'm just asking, you, you know, if everyone's watching this, mm-hmm. by the way, if you're watching this on the replay, like, let me know, put hashtag replay in the comments. Right. I would love to see who was watching this on the replay and ask yourself, like, am I content? Am I happy with the body that I'm in right now? Do I love everything about the body that I'm in right now? Okay. Now, even if you are moving towards your goals and you're making amazing progress, that's great. Okay. Um, there might, there's going to be a, a point in time where you're going to hit this like level of success where you're happy. And that doesn't mean that there's not little things that you want to progress on or whatever, but you're happy and you're content, right? Content is, is, is a, is a very, very wide, uh, state to be in. It's a very wide playing field. And even though you're making little micro progressions and getting better and doing whatever, you're still content. Uh, I can honestly tell you happily, that I am content and I've been content for years and that doesn't mean I'm not pushing to achieve a few more things mm-hmm. here and there, but, um, and it's cool. So like the comparison thing is gone. I can, guys, I can tell you this from experience. When you stop, when you get to that place where you're truly content, you're truly happy with the way things are and you stop comparing yourself, imagine this like a massive weight just fallen off your shoulders like you've been carrying it around forever and you're just done you don't have to do it anymore it's a completely different existence right it, it truly truly is so i mean shannon did you deal with that at all when you were when you were um i guess at your rock bottom point compare comparing yeah, yeah and you know there's still times that i find myself wavering there you know, I mean, I, uh, <laughs> I think what added to it right now is just pregnancy because it was unexpected. And, um, you know, I had done such hard work and I was in a good groove and I was kicking some butt and then it was like, boom, you know, but it wasn't, um, you know, it really hasn't stopped some progress, really. Um, I think that comparisons for me have turned more into a healthy competition with myself or with a very another, you know, another strong woman that we kind of compete with each other on, on purpose, not as a bad, you know, more of an accountability or more of a um, support kind of, you know, arrangement. Um, But comparing yourself can lead to really some ugly things. And I think also another point that I wanted to bring up is there's a lot of confusion where people get stuck in all of this. And part of it is, we don't want people to define their quote unquote beauty by what they look like, because that's just one form of beauty, right? Physical beauty is one form of beauty. Um, Just because somebody's overweight or obese doesn't necessarily mean that they're not physically beautiful either. And I think that a lot of women try to um, make that excuse or maybe, um, that body positivity comes in because they feel almost as if then if they're overweight, they're ugly. And I think they confuse that with actually 
the, you actually kind of have to accept where you're at. It doesn't mean that you accept being overweight. It's I accept where I'm at. I know how I got here. And now I know I need to move forward. And I think those are just some things that kind of get people stuck of. It's not all about beauty. Okay, that's not, we want you to love yourself and we want you to think you're beautiful. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not, that's not even, I don't even think that's part of the body positivity thing. I think people get stuck on that though. And then the other part is you do have to acknowledge where you're at and people don't want to, you know. They don't want to acknowledge that, but acknowledging where you're at is exactly what you need to do in order to move forward. Because if you don't acknowledge how you got there, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, it's not really helpful to move forward to your, you know, your, your goals. Um, and I, I, I just think that that's important to make a note of because I think a lot of people will say, and a lot of women I know that, you know, are very high or hyped up on this body positivity movement will say like, I love myself. I don't care if people don't like the way I dress. I love myself and I love my body. Well, okay. You know, that's, that's, that's okay. But it's not about you being beautiful. You're beautiful. That's, that's not what we're talking about here, but hyping up obesity or hyping up unhealthy in my opinion is not the way to proclaim this either. You know, it's, I, I don't like the fact that we have these, you know, shows on TV. That, oh my gosh. I saw the other day, just like headlines of what they're called now. And I'm just like, Hmm, you know, like we're glamorizing this now because like I said, I'm not judging anybody for being overweight, but we also don't want to proclaim or promote obesity and unhealthy behavior because that keeps people stuck and it does miserable. It kills people. Yeah. That's what it does, you know? And so it's a very, I'm very passionate about this this topic, but it's also one that I tread very lightly on because it's very hard to help people make that d distinguishing factor about being beautiful and being overweight. They're not even synonymous all the time. There is some physical beauty component, yes, but that is not largely what people are talking about when they're talking about body positivity. It's about what is keeping you stuck and, and the, the thoughts that you're telling yourself, the stories you're telling yourself that, that are not helpful. And in fact, they're keeping you stuck and unhealthy. You know, and it's more about what do you want? If you're not in the body you love, what do you want? Because you can have it, you know. And I think the the piece that's missing is just people really understanding what it means. And, hey, whatever. You wear the damn shorts. You wear the cropped. I don't care what people wear. That's not the point here. That's not at all the point. The point is I'm not going to justify or glamorize or promote or proclaim how obesity and being overweight is a wonderful thing because I don't think it is but it's not because of the beauty component, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. That, that's a really good point, actually. Really good point. I'm glad you brought that up because you're right. And, and you know, men experience it too. You know, like, here's a great example, okay? When there's, um, I've, I've known several relationships like this and I'm, I'm sure you have too, or at least seen them on TV or something where the guy is really, really overweight and the partner, okay, which in this case, we'll just, you know, whatever man and woman are married, whatever. And the woman is like petite or whatever. And she loves her husband. Who's like a big teddy bear, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. That's great. All right. And, and that doesn't mean he's not a handsome guy, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I like to think I was handsome when I was 90 pounds heavier. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't mean that that's okay. My uncle was handsome. Uncle Dan, 
Most people in this group know who Uncle Dan is. Uncle mm-hmm. Dan's no longer with us. He died. Massive heart attack because he was morbidly obese. Handsome guy. All right. I have his blood. I have his genes. So obviously, he was handsome. <laughs> but he wasn't healthy. Okay. And his and and his mother, my grandparents, they told him, like, you're fine the way you are. You're you're good looking dude. Like you're you know, whatever. You're the way just the way you are. Okay. Well, here we are. Now, I know not everyone's in that that extreme case, okay, because he was morbidly obese. But the problem is if you're even halfway there or 30% there, like that's it still has a similar impact, okay, meaning someone in your life or maybe yourself is telling you that you're 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 beautiful and you're fine the way you are and you might be you probably are beautiful. You probably are very attractive. That That's not what we're saying. That's not what we're getting at. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that being in a, a body that's unhealthy is a good thing. Right. right? They are two different things. That's a great point. They are two different things. Um, and, and you're right. It does get mixed up a lot. Right. So a lot of times on those calls too, when I'm talking to someone, they'll, they'll bring that up. Like my husband tells me I'm beautiful all the time. And you can tell the signals are getting mixed. Like, okay, that's great. You probably are. <laughs> you're, you know, you're probably a ten. But listen, that doesn't mean that you're in a body that you love, right? They're two different things. Right. And um, being able to like look at that objectively and stand back, you know, and see mm-hmm. it like from a, a a wider panoramic kind of view, it does give you a little bit more clarity. Mm-hmm. And you know, I invite everyone watching this to, to really, like I said a few minutes ago, like take inventory on that. Like take inventory. Am I in a body I love right now? Right. Regardless of if I'm, if I'm like, if I think I'm attractive and I hope you do, I really do. Like that's something that I think you, I think like, you know, most of us aren't that far apart. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, meaning like, you know, we're all humans here. Um, I think there's, there's, there's beauty in, in humans. There just is. Yeah. I think find something beautiful seriously like physically beautiful about everyone i just personally can and i and i so i i hope that you feel that okay but i also hope that you're able to take inventory and find that you are if you're not in that body that you love that you're able to identify that and you're able to recognize it and you're able to acknowledge it and like shanna said a few minutes ago look at maybe how you ended up here and take some ownership over it because as soon as you do that, you're immediately going to feel some confidence that you can turn it around. That's the mm-hmm. cool part. Right? So the longer we push it out and we kick the can and we pretend it's not real and we pretend it's not there and we pretend that we're perfect, the longer that happens, we're basically just de- delaying what we know to be true, which is the acknowledgement that I got myself here, mm-hmm. but I can also get myself out. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's really cool because when you can acknowledge that, then you start to take action right away. Your whole belief system starts to change, right? And mm-hmm. what we say here, if once your beliefs change, then your actions change, your routines change, your habits change, and then guess what? Your lifestyle changes. Everything. When your lifestyle changes, then you never turn, you never turn back. You never go back, right. right? The lifestyle that you're living has got you to where you're at right now. It's, it's the lifestyle that keeps you where you're at. So if you want to change, and get out of the body that you don't love being in into a body that you freaking love waking up in every single day, then it starts with that chain, beliefs, actions, routines, habits, lifestyle. Okay. And that will lay the groundwork for you. 
Mm -hmm. right. So then you'll have the I'm beautiful box checked. That's great. You'll have the actual body positivity. Like you feel good physically, emotionally, mentally, and you're getting good, you know, good reports from the doctor and all that stuff. You have that box checked and you'll be able to walk into the store and buy whatever the hell you want. You'll have that box checked. You'll be able to run around with the kids, ice skate with them, ski with them, hike with them, whatever. Have that box checked. Okay. Whatever else comes with that, you'll have those, all those boxes checked. And now it's a win, 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 win across the board. Now you're, you're freaking unstoppable. Mm -hmm. okay. um, but that doesn't happen from lying to yourself and trying to convince yourself of something that's just not true. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's even a little bit deeper and I won't go much into it, but the, the bigger, deeper piece of human existence is we want to feel lovable. And a lot of people that don't are coming up with all these things or reasons to, um, I guess, push in there why they're beautiful. And, and that, you know, it's like, we, I don't, you don't need to give yourself a reason. You just are beautiful. You don't have to express that. It's just yeah. there. You're there. But as women, you know, we want to feel irresistible. We want to feel sexy. We want to feel like, you know, we're attractive, like, you know, beautiful physically too. And um, so it's a desire there, you know, and um, I think that body positivity, if we used it in the correct way, you know, I mean, people would feel more of that, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make somebody unlovable. You know, and I think you know what? this is a great example. So we've got we've got a handful of clients that came into this saying exactly what I'm saying. Their husbands told them, I love you the way you are. You're beautiful. The most beautiful thing in the world, whatever. And then they go through our program anyway, because they're not happy with where they're at. Mm -hmm. And they lose some weight and they lose some inches and they get more fit. And then what happens? They say, my husband can't keep his hands off me all of a sudden. Yeah. You get like, pregnant, Gordon. Mm -hmm. You get pregnant. We have, <laughs> we have fun with it, babies on the rise. And Shannon, you're not the first one. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but but that's, this happens. Now, again, think about this. Does that mean that all of a sudden the husband went from not thinking she was attractive to thinking she was attractive? No. She was always attractive to him. She was always beautiful to him. That's great. They always had a great relationship, maybe physically too. I don't know, right? But what happened was this person saw in their spouse uh, a level of showing up for themselves and following through on things and like really trying to get themselves to a place of like good, actual, rich, like health, you know, mm -hmm. and, and vitality. Mm -hmm. And that is attractive at a different level. It is. Okay. Not to mention, yeah, some of those physical changes, they're different. It's new, right? Mm -hmm. It kind of just whatever. So that's that's just naturally gonna happen. Yep. And and that that's that's huge. And that I and then and then like you said, permafit babies <laughs> pop up. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's 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 really cool to see that. So it's gonna happen, like things like that happen. And um well, people gain that confidence and they gain that self-respect. And um, there's just so much positivity that comes from that, that your relationships become richer, um, more intimate. Um, you know, there's just way more. There's so much more value, so much more depth um, in that respect. I, I just can't even express to you how much that self-respect you have for yourself. It just kind of radiates. And people know. 
Like they respect you because you respect you. Yeah. No, it's, it's actually really really true guys. I'm going to repeat that. Cause it's awesome. Like you respect your people respect you more when you respect yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is just, that is just so true. And when you can stand up and, um, and say, you know, to someone that like, you know what, I respect you. I respect your opinion, but I also respect myself. And this is how I feel about X, Y, Z. That's something that comes from being totally and utterly confident in who you are and how you look and how you feel and, and the whole package. Mm-hmm. And when you're there and that's, it's, it's amazing. Um, and it does radiate out and you do draw a different crowd in a, in a sense, and you do draw yeah. different characteristics from that crowd, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's, it's awesome guys. This is why we use the term transformation, right? It's not just about losing weight. It's not. Right. That's obviously a piece of it most of the time, but it's really about transforming who you are through this process, losing the weight, losing the inches physically, all those changes, but then also the emotional, mental and internal changes that go along with that. And they're, they're almost endless. Like it's, it's crazy. Uh, it's really a beautiful thing to see. It's really just like a metamorphosis. That's, <laughs> it's just like life changing. So it is. If, yeah, it it really is. And so, you know, if what we've been talking about here resonates with you all at all, if this is making sense and if this sounds like you at all, like if you're at that place where you're just done, right. Or you're, you're, you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You're sick and tired of just banging your head against the wall, trying to make this stuff happen. You're bouncing from diet to diet, to diet, to diet, and you're just not where you want to be. Then we need to talk. All right. We need to talk. The best thing to do right now is hop on a game plan session with us Mm-hmm. and talk about this and get this figured out. So what we're going to do on this call is we're going to game plan. It's what it sounds like. We're going to talk about where you're at, where you want to go, how long it's been since you were there, what are some of the struggles we're encountering, and we're going to put our heads together and really build out this strategy for you, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's a great fit to work with us at Permafit and be our next success story, that's awesome. If mm-hmm. it's not, okay, that's cool too, right? But at least you're going to have clarity around this stuff And at least you're going to be able to start taking action and moving forward and making this change. And that's the most important thing, right? Because nothing happens by standing still. Nothing happens by doing nothing, right? Things only happen. Progress only gets made by taking action. So that's the best thing for you to do. So the the way to do this is head over to permafitforlife.com forward slash game plan. All right, I'll put that in the comments, permafitforlife.com forward slash game plan. And if you go there, you can pick a time that works best for you and just put your phone number in. We'll call you. We'll have this conversation. We'll get you some clarity on this stuff. And we'll start moving forward. Right? Like I said, progress only happens from taking action. It doesn't happen from thinking about it or pushing it out till next Monday and then next Monday and then next Monday. Right? It's about taking action now, doing the thing that might be kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> and um, so anyways, guys, again, we want to help you. We want to support you permafitforlife.com forward slash game plan and with that guys we're going to go ahead and wrap this up shannon mm-hmm. you have any parting words before we punch out mostly i just want people to respect themselves and love themselves and do what they need to do to show themselves that kindness you know absolutely of course certainly yeah. guys like that's the big that's that's the big thing we want for everyone like yeah you get the changes of course right but you should get to this place which you can start now with that, that self-love, that self-respect mm-hmm. and start to build that confidence. So 
Uh, again, guys, we want to talk to you. Permafitforlife.com forward slash game plan. Otherwise, that's going to do it for us today, guys. So enjoy the rest of your Thursday, what's left of it. And we will see you guys in the next one. All right. Take care, everyone.